Just a heads up, this episode, my microphone stopped working, so we were left with a really, really crappy desk mic not quite picking me up very well. I've cleaned it up as much as I can, but my voice sounds rubbish on this episode, so I'm sorry about that. Hi, this is Paul. Before we get going, we've got another Battle Bards trailer. Now, I ran a Twitter poll, and you guys seem to like the storyteller, so I thought I'd do one in a similar vein. This one, I'm going to call um, Legend of Loss, and it's a wee bit epic. Iridzu du kuzd, gelek dashrud bark, anten lusharagin, smog mamarada. It mir bitirinsid, imrid amrad ursul, ulrus dezun. If you like the sounds that you heard there, go over to battlebards.com where you can find all of those sounds. They're all arranged into handy albums so you can find them. So if you wanted to make this exact track, you would need the Orc album, the Dwarf album, the City Siege track, a couple of the Evocation spells, and the Fire Elemental. We are nearing the end of our Sword Not Swag competition, and the winners will be announced on the next show. So if you've submitted something, be listening, because we're going to ask you for your contact details so we can send you stuff. Okay, that's, that's quite important. 
in the meantime, if you want to get a last minute entry in, send something that's going to make us laugh, cry, or hurl to swordnutradio at gmail.com or swordnutradio at gmail.com or at swordnutradio on Twitter. What really makes us happy is people getting in touch. So whether that's by email, Facebook, Twitter, reason to find, get in touch, give us your hate mail. We don't know what mind. No one's given us hate mail so far, even considering what we've said about Wyoming. If you're listening when this comes out, which is about the end of March 2016, or even if you're not, if you're in the future, hello, future people, uh, go on over to How We Roll Podcast. It's howwerollpodcast.com. They are on Twitter and SoundCloud and all sorts of podcatchers. That's pretty easy to find, and they're bloody epic. So go on over to them, look up their D&D campaigns, and I will be guesting on about six or seven episodes of those, so you get to hear me do two fantastically bad accents in what is a really fun, very intriguing campaign. So on with the show! Welcome to Swordnut Radio. This episode is our 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign, Doors. Last episode, the party got themselves into a bit of a pickle in On the High Seas. They managed to defeat a hostile crew, sink their ship, and in the process, convince their current crew that Rue is the Shadow of the Purple. So we'll see how that turns out. We kind of glossed over the rest of the journey, because it was late in the session and we just wanted to go home, so we rejoined the group as they have made landfall, but I'm going to give them the opportunity to go and wreck on a few things that happened in the journey. Enjoy! Hi, I'm Adam A. I play Gimbal Galaglass, mini-musician. I'm Tom. I play Carhard, the dwarf battlemaster. Hey, I'm Dave. I play uh, Jace Barfinder, the most unmonkey monkey you've ever, ever met. Hi, I'm Biddy. I play Rue, and I play my pseudo-dragon, Fuss, and I'm a very smug warlock. I contributed! <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm Paul, I'm a DM, and I'm going to kill you twice tonight. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, <Yay>. Roxwell. <laughs> You've been left at, they call it a dock, but it's a jetty that's reasonable state, and you're on a, a shale beach looking up into this forest. That's uh, the first forest you've seen in Kota, but it looks reasonably homey. So it's temperate forest, lots of deciduous trees, lots of mixed shrubbery, uh, and from the shale beach is a path leading towards. So as you stand upon the rickety wooden dock, watching your boat sail away. Our loyal crew. There are dice rolls for that. Uh, <laughs> Goodbye, constipated South Africans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens to sound like our space like that. <laughs> you know when you make a snap decision. <laughs> um, so you're standing on this on a stop looking north and there's a path leading into the forest. You know that this path will lead you to the green. You have no idea uh, what's there. Your crew have informed you that all what they do is they just they make scheduled drops. They might have to wait for a couple of days. But someone comes to them with some handcarts and you know, lugging things. It's usually a, a, a sizable contingent uh, people lugging supplies and things. Uh, it's never really food and water and those sorts of things. It's more stuff they can't make themselves, you know, tools, for example. And, and you know, so tools and, and uh, cloth things, things like that. Before you start, I'd like, uh, if you want to retcon a day and a half's worth of travel with these crew, to see if you could get any information off them. Yeah, well, I mean, actually, saying that, 
they think I'm the shadow of the purple, mm-hmm. I could ask them pretty much anything and they would just tell me. But it might be suspicious to ask. Mm, good point. Get a few of you drunk. <laughs> and just talk to He's got some booze. Is there not just rum on board? I have a teeny I hate puritanical sailors. I have a teeny tiny vial of alcohol. It's not really enough to, <coughs> to get me drunk, let alone anyone else. Fair I'll be sitting there on the front of the boat, bemoaning the fact that there is no rum. <laughs> <laughs> Would anyone like to make a quick roll to get some intel? Or, or to get resources or something um, extra than what we've got? Uh, <sighs> Try to do an investigation. These guys have got to be talking while we're on there. So, investigation is more about um, examining things and, and doing the CSI. Oh, perception. Yeah, perception. It could be charisma, it could be you know, chats people. You know. It could be uh, persuasion. Uh, getting information out of people is, is a whole plethora of skills. So, it could be intimidation, uh, using your presence. It could be. Actually, saying that, it would really be deception because I'm continuing to try and deceive them into thinking that I'm. The shadow of the purple, really. Oh, right. It's how well I can maintain that ruse, I guess. Oh, allow it. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Such a bad one. Tell me that's a nat one. No. And you, and you can't see it behind the board. <laughs> no, it is a nat one. <laughs> but I get plus five Snarker. on it, so it's a six. <laughs> a nat one is a nat one. Oh, fuck you, dice. Uh, you, you very much get a feel like you, you start sort of trying to uh, figure out. What, what intel people have and what they know about the situation you've been walking into but in doing so you start kind of giving away things that you should really know if you're part of the hierarchy of this of this cult ah but it's all a test it's all a test not a bit of one but <laughs> <laughs> a very poorly executed and implemented test but a test nonetheless of their patience you have just made things Interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can we just kill the crew and keep the boat? If you want to have done that, that's fine. Um, so you're going to get basically nothing else, and, and they're, they're really edgy around you because they think, is he actually testing us? Does he not know? Like, they have doubts. They have serious doubts, and they might be like them, might be like you. So they just, when all else fails, shut the fuck up and get on with the work, is what they do. <laughs> If anybody needs me, I'll be on the poop deck looking ashamed of myself. What do you want to do? So you're staring into this wooded area. Can I do a history check to see if I've read anything about this bit of the world? And it's You can't do a history check to see if you've read anything about this world. However, you can spend your I know this thing because I read about it. Uh, no, because I turned that down last week as well. Yeah. So I'm going to turn it down again. This okay. Hint, hint, it might be fucking useful. <laughs> if you've turned it down half a dozen times by now. I will, however, allow Gimbal to roll with advantage um, to see if he knows the story about it. Never throw away a free roll. 16 and 3. So um, it's a good thing with advantage. So what's your history? Intelligence history? Plus 1. Okay, so, so 17. 17. Cool. Where, when people have been looking at these charts and stuff, it rings a couple of bells, and especially they talk about the Field of Banagar, which for centuries the Kotavari have been sending their young men up there to die. But there are lots of tales of daring do and um, of plucky, it, uh, at the time, nobles leading bands of doughty, or doughty, whatever you pronounce it. Doughty. Doughty commoners to, to go up and, and find their fortune, and they came back and ended up buying land in some far off 
Well, I keep going to go, something like that. But essentially, this is, it's like, it's almost like the land of milk and honey where the, the streets are paved with gold, if only you can get there and, and rest it from whatever is up there. And being from Anish, you will know full well that the men of Banagar are known as incredibly fearsome warriors. So it's a very wealthy land that lots of people like to raid. Just the Cote of because the Gulf, the, the, the field of Banagar, or the Gulf of Banagar, not big enough to be Gulf, um, is accessible only from the Bay of Kotev and beyond it. So you have to sail all the way around Kotev and then all the way back. Um, and the overland travel from Anish is pretty difficult because it's mountainous. So it's basically the Kotevari who have, you know, um, they have a moratorium on contact with Banagar, except for a brief period when the men of Banagar came along to help in a huge civil war that was raging. Um, and you don't know many of the details of those, but they're often painted as bad guys. Okay. Is there any trade between these people? So, I mean, any smuggling, anything like that? Um, Jace might know as a pirate with connections that way. That's what I was saying. Is if, would there be any, if, if we're on sort of the border, as it were, would there be, would I know any smugglers' trails or stashes or. Uh, what skill do you think that would be? What to do with my background and skill, I guess. Um, but it's, it's knowledge, so it might be a wisdom based thing or it might be an intelligence based thing, I reckon. Or you can take 10 and I'll, I'll let you know what a general pirate in this area might know. Four. <laughs> not very much. Now, you've, you've not read it up this way before. You, you do know that not much comes out of there these days. Um, that activity is kind of evened off. It's something that, that patrons would do to go up and fight. But it's not something that a sensible pirate would do because the chance of dying is quite high. And if there's uh, one thing I'm more attached to than rum, it's my body. Can't drink <laughs> rum without it. The face of pirating changed a few hundred years ago in Incotive when um, the Hathio rose up and took over from the Ticati. So it's a famous thing everyone talks about, it's common knowledge. And it was the Ticati, the nobles, who would lead up raids and keep a lot of profits and stuff, but it's like distributing and all that. But it all went tits up when the Hathio went along and suddenly developed a keen self interest and didn't want to die unless they were a good return. Um, and piracy went through the roof. Because they were raiding other people than other people who would kill them. They raided people who couldn't. And made far more money. <laughs> okay, so that is generally what you know. Uh, Gimbal, with a 17, actually, you are also going to know that um, in some of those stories there was a tale of um, like a staging area where they wouldn't just sail up and then land somewhere in Vanguard and rather there was a staging area somewhere around there. So mm-hmm. you'd expect, like, from, from, from the, the tales in the, um, the stories, it was, it was either a decrepit keep or a magnificent palace or whatever the hell it was, but generally it was just the one of it. Okay. Can I do like an investigation check just to see if anybody has been around the area in the pa- yeah, recently just looking at footprints and things? You most certainly can. Yeah. Uh, you can do investigation or survival for tracking. Yeah, right? tracking, that's the way it does it. That'll be a survival. Yeah. Survival or investigation, I'll allow both. Nine. Okay, so you jinx Tom. You're, you're safe. <laughs> <laughs> he just smiled evilly for those of you listening at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, capable of smiling other ways. My face, damn it, how dare you. So, <laughs> yeah, this, this, in the beach, it's a shell beach, so if there were any footprints, they, they would have been long gone by now. Okay. 
So you do get the sense that the, the footpath is, is not terribly well-traveled, but it is. it does look like it's maintained. Is there any driftwood knocking around on the beach? To be fair, in a wooded beach next to woods, there will be driftwood. <laughs> Tons of the fucking stuff. Because <laughs> right. uh, driftwood makes good burning wood, and it's generally quite light as well. So I'm going to gather a bit up for later on in the day when we... Okay. Want to camp? Because depending on the forest, there might not be dry wood in there. How much are we talking about? Armfuls? Ah, just kind of like a, uh, kind of like a clump. Faggot. A faggot. Yeah, faggot. Basically, yeah. <laughs> is that what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. One of the sticks is called a faggot. How 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 it got to the point where people with alternative <clears throat> lifestyles get got called faggots? I have no idea. <laughs> but that's what a faggot actually is. I think it's, it is uh, based on the fact that <clears throat> faggots are generally. A lower part of the society can make a living collecting firewood in the form of little sticks. Sure. They're making a lot of money, and thus it's not something someone would want to be, and therefore it's a general pejorative, and blah blah blah. Okay. Etymology people, yeah. I was going to say, and thus ends the Yeah, that's what we do today. Always learn something. Every day is a school day. We do a headmaster, sword notes. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, you, you grab up a big bundle of sticks. Mm-hmm. Where's that going? It's just going to go on top of the... Yeah, just on top of the rock, sorry. You, you have a bundle of sticks. Write <laughs> <laughs> it down, otherwise you haven't got <laughs> it. Faggot. I ain't going to forget that. <laughs> so, uh, what, what do you want to do? No. It's up to you. Uh, you. You play it out. What do you want to do? And I will stop you when I, when I want you to make rolls. I think you need to push on. Yeah, we yeah. can. Yeah. Put the path, I guess. Yeah. My, my advice to you is one of you is quartermaster. One, in fact, should, should we make a roll? One of you is going to be quartermaster. One of you is going to be scout. One of you is going to be, or lookout rather, one of you is going to be navigator. Uh, so whoever doesn't have a role can assist someone else into sort of giving advice and stuff. But we're going to make one roll, and that's how you do for this entire damn journey. Okay. Um, <laughs> But Jesus. instead of instead of divvying up in meta, I want you to figure it out in the roleplay. I don't think anyone trusts me. I think that's uh, fairly well established. Mm. Not that I hold it any against anyone at all. Yeah. Why the fuck um, did I just go Irish? Gim- <laughs> Why the um, fuck? Gimbal, obviously being the smallest, he's gonna he's less likely to be noticed in the woods. He's gonna. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna scout. Yeah. Gimbal's gonna do all the scouting. He's a uh, small. He's sharp. Sharp. Oh, shadowy. In that case, then, I will assist you with that because um, I can kind of send us up into the trees to get a better view, but with it obviously being wooded and forested and everything, you can't do the whole saw above us and look thing, so mm-hmm. it might be useful like, in mm-hmm. small form just to give it advent warning. But Does this mean that once again I have to go through the whole day with staring up at the goddamn sky because nobody else knows which way is north? Uh, well, you're going to be figuring out which way is north based on what side of the tree the moss is growing, I assume. Because we're you going do to know that's a myth. Complete myth. And this is and why this is I'm why the navigator. One second, Doc. Maybe I better do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Point me in the right direction. Mm. Let's do some rolls, and then I'm, I'm just going to hand it over to you. Jace, what is the principal means by which you're going to navigate? Because seeing the sun is going to be difficult in a forest, there will be a path to follow. But uh, let's see how the roll goes in navigation. So if, if you roll high, this, this is going to be a nice path to follow. Yeah? And if not, it's to shit. 17. 19. Cool. There is a lovely path to follow. Um, it's, it's nice and uh, clear of these and things. It is, however, overgrown in several places, so you have to find it again. It's not going to be too much of a challenge. Uh, 
Okay, roll. And I am assisting. Roll a, a flat 20. Five. Uh, five. You are not helping. Roll disadvantage. <laughs> Fuss isn't helping. It was one of Fuss's dice. Don't blame Rue. So I feel like chickens and how is it? How is it your scouting and doing oh, things? Oh, no. Um, so Gimbal's basically just there. He's staying close to the path, but not on the path. No, no, just take so skill, let the dice decide oh. how you're doing it. Oh, right, okay. So, um, in, in what manner would you, would you sort of be scouting? Are you trying to hide, or are you trying to um, just just take point? Just go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, well, I, I was... I think he could scouts. roll first, and then get to describe a success or describe a failure. Yeah, so what mm. skill is... Are we talking stealth? Are we talking survival? Well, I'd, I'd say stealth, because I'm trying... Are we trying performance? Be a tree, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have a plus four in performance, so I could actually... <laughs> it's, it's, it's disguised extremely by suggestion. No, no, no. Go, going all going all commando and shit. I'm gonna, no, I'm using I'm using my bandana and I'm tying um, broken twigs around my head, <laughs> rubbing mud across my face. And shit. I, I will allow you to disadvantage. Oh, I had to say disadvantage, didn't I? Yeah. Nat twenty was the first roll. Bless you, roll doubles. Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Seventeen because I get a plus four. Okay, so you're going to do quite well. However. Rue is going to be holding you up. Carahad, Rob Quartermaster, is going to be holding you up. Yeah. Yeah, blame it on the dragon. I'm totally blaming it on the dragon. Carahad, uh, uh, what was it going to do? <laughs> for a start, you're going to run out of water fairly quickly. It's a warm, it's a, uh, it's a set of warm days. Uh, it's still summer. You're in good. a forest, so good. There's no sea breeze. It's all been cut by the trees. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's forage around, uh, but you have to find water for example, stuff like that. So yeah. um, maybe survival. So, sorry, it's going to be. We're going to have to find food. Uh, we're going to have to find water, um, and we're going to have to find somewhere safe. You can use persuasion to charm the girls from the trees to fetch water with their beaks. Now we're going to have to go hunting. Okay, so um, yeah. that's going to be survival. So we're only a survival. Ten. Uh, ten. So uh, that is average. That is that is you in the woods, you know, uh, like just common sense stuff. Being able to find stuff, but you're not going to do brilliantly well and making you happy all the time. Right? So tripping all the twigs and <laughs> so, yeah. So have a think about noise. it. So this is going to be. Let's call this uh, the first like half day's travel you're going to do and and once and, and we'll do some various things and we'll break it up but then I'll say and travel montage and we get to do travel montage yeah in RP is that okay mm-hmm. so no no talks of mechanics you've done the mechanics no well I'm going to try this and try that and I'll see what you're doing because you've rolled for a load right yeah so reasonably well held up by idiots <laughs> what an average person would end up doing in the woods and Doing all right and doing the best of everyone else. Yeah. Okay. On we go. Travel montage. <laughs> Gimbal making his own theme music. Do you have to do that? Always with the I, little man and the songs I, I, and the ditties and the plays and Gimbal. What the fuck are you supposed to be? A Gimbal, tree? Gimbal scouting ahead is a couple of hundred yards ahead. Of you. you can't you hear can this. Hear, you, know, you can hear it. He's just he's just reacting to say. <laughs> Remember? Yes, and. Keep going. So he's hurt. He's irritated. He's going fucking tree. Oh, at least there's a clearing. I can see the fucking sky, and every night I can check the stars. So reasonably certain which way we're going. 
Day moves on slightly. What Gimbal? <laughs> Don't fucking blame me. Tell Fuss, not me. He's doing this, not me. I'm just relaying the information, all right? <laughs> Leave me out of this. Well, how about you keep him out of the way? I do love it when... Look, you're dressed as a fucking tree. If he's going to perch in your branches, <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> I didn't want Of course I'm dressed like a tree. Uh, Gimbal, uh, G- Gimbal I-, I think Fuss may have um, done his business in the tree. You've got something on the back of your... Uh, Little, little, little tunic thing. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gimbal's about to make stew. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> Quiet. I'm trying to set a trap, and you were scaring all the animals away, and I'm starving. So <laughs> shut up <laughs> for ten minutes. Have you found any water yet? Oh. <laughs> right, you're on water duty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All gonna die of thirst. <laughs> no rum, no water. Soon to be no food. At least we know where we're going. Oh wait, that's what I'm doing. I'll be back in a second. Hide behind a bush. Come back. That's thirty seconds later. I found some water. It might be slightly warm. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you think a, 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 a long-serving, faithful sailing man doesn't know the smell of another man's piss, you've got something coming. It's first rotation. It's, it's it's still quite clear. It's not got that tang that comes along with it. It's all right. Rue knows this how. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes a general habit of drinking his own piss. <laughs> it's sterile, and I like the taste. <laughs> I was say, I was you don't how lovely and luscious my hair is. Do you remember that moss thing? Drinking your own urine because it's sterile. Another myth. <laughs> <laughs> Gimbal, you are going to be startled by a rustle in the trees ahead of you, and you call everyone to stop. Roll perception. Thirteen. Yeah, you, you hear something that is moving through the woods off to the west and is coming in your direction, and it might just be. Sorry, uh, from the south. South is not the way we came. Yeah, I was going to say that's from behind us. You've been going generally northeast. But sometimes east, sometimes north, sometimes yeah, that sort of jinky path. So I just know that something pretty big's coming from behind us. You get that feeling, yeah. Try to tell any of us. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just wondering if. Um... Three, four. Three, <laughs> yeah. Two. <laughs> and uh, Gimbal is calling the DM's bluff. And oh shit, the DM wasn't bluffing! No, he did not tell. It wouldn't have made a difference. This is Paul, it wouldn't have made a difference. <laughs> we all already did. How little faith, you might have had already in action. However, everyone roll initiative, please. 13. Yep. Carahad. 19. Yep. yep. Gimbal? 12. Through 18, Fuss 11. Twat 1 is back again. Twat 1 is back. <laughs> Luckily, you all get. Uh, you're all stirred by this noise and the, the crashing of trees and twigs and all sorts as you all very clearly hear this thing coming now Gimbal kind of like just felt the vibration but now everyone hears it and you have a moment to make yourselves what can you do Karad I raise my shield towards it and just um, I brace myself for what I was coming 
uh, as you are a shield fighter, you get to impose disadvantage on attack rolls to save an adjacent shield. Would you like to move some adjacent to save your next to Yeah, yeah, you can do I'm off the front. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll jump next to you. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Sort of just, just, Jay, just Jay's sort of very, nudging behind the, the shield as I draw my sword. Are you readying actions or just actions? I'm probably a bit close. Ready for actions. I'm ready false back and forth umbrella esque. Ready false life. Yeah, because I can't cast it yet, so I'm going to um, remind the people what that looks like. So um, you're ready false life, you're just going to take it. So I take a little swig of alcohol and then... You've been holding out! <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's like a vial. It's a vial. It's tiny. It's not even a... It's not vial. It's wonderful. <laughs> it couldn't get fuss drunk, let alone anyone else. But I, I spit it out in a, in a mist and it all comes back on me and... And now you're spitting it out! <laughs> <laughs> so you've ready, you've ready this action. You've, take, you've taken the yeah, swig. Yes, so I've taken my swig. Okay, and Jace... <laughs> Are you trying to steal <laughs> steal yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Do not lick me. <laughs> so he hasn't spotted it out yet. Okay, sorry. So yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just readying my sword. I'm standing just behind this man. Okay, uh, if, you, if you want to ready an action, is there any action you wish to ready? Just ready to strike. Okay. Gimbal. It's worked quite well for him so far, so Gimbal's going to ready Cloud of Daggers. You can cast that and just have it going if you like. Okay, yeah, so he's, he's basically just going to cast it between us and the area where this thing's coming forwards. So mm-hmm. it, when it comes out of the tree, it's going to have to go through this cloud of daggers. Okay, so... so just, the foliage cast- is just being trimmed automatically. It's like twigs are falling, leaves are falling, everything is just this sort of this... The smell of sap is in the air now. Natural confetti. Okay, so, cloud, so it's cloud of, daggers. So cloud of daggers. And your so what's the trigger for cloud of daggers? So basically, uh, sliver of glass, blah blah blah. You fill the air with. No, no, no. What is the trigger? So it's oh, right, readying so an action for it to go off when something happens. That's what readying an action is. So Jace is readying an action to hit something once it appears. So once something appears, he'll get his reaction. Mm-hmm. So him. same kind of thing, basically. Once when whatever it is bursts out of the trees. Cool and. What's your ready action? Is it the same thing? When something appears, you'll enact. Yeah. yeah. Watch it be a fucking bunny rabbit or something. Well, it'll be, re- be ready spatchcocked by your flying daggers. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? Either that or it's going to get caught and then it's going to turn into some big nasty fucking monster beast. As you ready all of your spells and you, know, uh, you start glowing with whatever powers that you've gotten, flexing with the swords and looking all cool, the foliage... Sorry, what, sorry what's Foster in all this? Foss is actually. Um, Remember, Foss can take an action to give you advantage. I don't. I don't. If you tell him to do something, that's not going to take an action of yours, and that's bullshit. If you've got, if you're um, psychic. With okay, him. he's going to fly up into the trees, and he's going to ready a perception check, in which he's going to, you know, just basically look over this thing and okay. see if there's any weaknesses about it. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Alright, cool. So that's that's all going to happen. Right. There's, there's, a, there's almost a moment of eerie calm as it seems this thing has stopped. And then you hear a great sniff of the air. Like you've got a great movement of air. Um, as if something is, is, is smelling for you. And then all hell breaks loose. You start seeing trees moving aside and then dimly and then very clearly as it bursts through these trees, you see what looks like a huge grizzly bear the likes of which you've only heard of in, in stories, except down its front, it has a great wound ripped open with bits of foliage in there. And it looks like things have just got stuck in its 
charwall house that is its, its chest. But the thing that is truly terrifying is that instead of front paws, it's reared up on its rear paws, and there are sharks attached to its arms. For its arms. Sorry, what? It's a sheer sharks. Wait, have, a- have you been reading Bermageddon? What the Good. hell? Good. Yes. Wow. The fuck? Okay. Is this an actual I, I reckon. I reckon okay. the Shadow of the Green is doing some dodgy-ass experiments. This thing's going to crash through, and I want all of you right now to make a wisdom check, please. Wisdom say, or constitution, your choice. You're just wishing that D&D had sanity checks right now, aren't you? <laughs> 17. Constitution 7. Plus 3, Rue 7. 15. Everyone except Jason Gimble. Um, you're going to lose your readied actions, or um, your readied actions do not actually work because you're terrified. So um, my, my readied action doesn't work because instead of spitting it out, I reflexively swallow. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> you're going to first lose a swallow. Plus, a theme with Billy's character. Plus, is terrified. So anyone who failed their check is terrified. Okay, I'm going to say you're a disadvantage on all d20 rolls, so all checks or attack rolls, until no. you make a successful attack or a successful DC 12. Constitution or wisdom check, or otherwise justify to me what check you can make to bring yourself out of it. All right, swallow the rest of the alcohol. <laughs> Jace, you had an attack ready. Make your attack. 14, 16, 18. Hits. Is damage? <laughs> Six. And my armored follow up is two. Okay, describe your attack. Seeing this huge abomination of my worst nightmares come crashing through and seeing other people hesitate and falter. I take a slash at one of the sharks and just manage to just take off its dorsal fin as it comes by me. Then remember, oh wait, that won't do anything, it's not in water. (laughs) And so I follow it up with just an elbow to the eye. Excellent. Both the bear and the shark seem to cringe from it, um, as if they're both sentient creatures that have have felt the pain inflicted upon them. And now it's going to get its own back, as one of the the sharks get drawn back by by the bear reflexively away from your attack. It's going to attack you, uh, it's going to sort of spin around, it's going to try and attack you with the other. 19 versus JC. Wins, but I'm going to use patient defense and going to spend a key point to take a dodge action. Can you do that off your turn as a reaction? Bonus action on my turn. Bonus action on your turn. No, so I have to do it early. Okay. When you, when you take out the dodge action, it lasts for the rest of the turn. Uh, or until your next go. Okay. Very used. That's going to hit you for 8 damage. And you are now grappled as the shark bites into you and it doesn't let go. And as it's got you, it takes a bite at you and it's going to be a 8 versus your AC. But it's got um, advantage against you because you're grappled, which is even less. So it takes a bite at you, dodge away from it. My dexterity and my strength, I wriggle and writhe and somehow it just doesn't quite connect. Karahat! You're up. You're terrified. I'm terrified. (laughs) (laughs) can i just just lose my shit a bit and just randomly throw my shield at this um shark bear thing i will allow it do so um Um, just like i'm up i've gone to like protect us and this this thing suddenly with two sharks and it's like shit and just like just (laughs) early at it and cool um make me a ranged weapon attack so that's gonna be do you know what this isn't dex this is it's right in front of you it's it's only about 10 feet away from you 
Actually, no, fuck it, this is right up in the grill. This is, this is right on you, so this is five feet away from you. Um, so to take a step back and just throw your shield, it's not a dex check, that's going to be a strength. So strength, no proficiency. I reckon if you get a 20, this should... Oh! It's a 20! This should be a total Captain America moment However, where the shield bounces back to you. Yeah. Disadvantage. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> I knew you were going to do it! Roll another 20, make it this look like a This should be a rule that a natural 20... Undoes disadvantage. No. That would also work for enemies. Yeah, he does, he does let us do that, but it also works for enemies. I have yeah. a, I have a house rule about twenties. If you roll a disadvantage, you roll twenty twice. You get to say how it goes. Fuck the rule. Yeah. One. Uh, okay. So everybody at home, he rolled a four. <laughs> oh no, strength, strength modifier though. No, no modifiers. No, no it's just the strength yeah. modifier. Oh, oh, it's strength modifier. But no efficiency. Oh, nine, right, so you get a five. Nine. 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 Still nine off. Uh, nine. Uh, you throw your shield at it, and it does hit it, but it, it seems to make no impact whatsoever. The good, the good thing is your shield hasn't been thrown into the bush, and the, the bad thing is it's now at this shark and bear's feet. Good. Room. Um, I, I'm going to try and cast Frostbite on this thing. It's, it's instantaneous. So, I guess that doesn't count a, a disadvantage roll, but, uh, but it comes. Shut up. <laughs> there is. I know there is one. Bear Sharktopus. Uh, does have stats. Be thankful. <laughs> There's a Bear Sharktopus. It's an instant TPK for you guys. Okay, so this is an insta hit, and it's the target must take a constitution saving throw. Okay. Versus my now established 13. Right. Does not make it. Okay, so it takes uh, one d6 damage, which is four. It is a disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes. We'll call it natural weapons. weapons yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to do? Movement? It's right up in your grill. You're yeah, like I'm kind of backing up. I want to back up a good few, kind of, like, five or well, ten feet. Yeah. Okay. I'm, st- I'm still terrified of this thing. How far are you backed up? Uh, about ten foot. So, so you want to be 20 feet away from it? Yeah. Alright, cool. Jace. You are grappling. You take your action to make an athletics or um, acrobatics check, opposed by, we're going to say, athletics for the bear. Try and twist and turn and sort of hit it in the gills and various other things to try and twist out of its grasp and leap away. And I roll a two, which, even with all my bounces, is only a seven. However... With strength. No, nope, you've got no chance. <laughs> However, you are at advantage to hit it. But that would you have taken your action now to try and escape. So if you want if you have something gives you another action, you can do it. I have not. Gimbal is curious at what point this thing took damage from Cloud of Daggers. So yeah. you lost your reaction. Uh, no? yeah. okay. I got a seventeen. Okay. Alright, roll damage. Yeah, so that'll be three, four, four. Two. Thirteen? Yes. As it, as it reaches forward and, and goes for Jace, it goes through that area and starts getting cut up. Um, and it doesn't seem to register at first. However, um, as the, the wounds have time to sort of part, it's not bleeding at all. But these wounds are starting to rip further as it's moving and trying to do things. Those, those wounds are opening up. Um, and it does not look too healthy at all. Cool. Okay, now this is a very important question. It's a five-foot cube. So has it moved through it, or is it still in it? Well, seeing as it was charging at us, 
I'd imagine he probably went through it. He's no longer in it. Yeah. As <laughs> soon as you mentioned Clive Dagger, I was like, he grappled me. Oh, fuck, he's going to say he dragged me into it. <laughs> okay. Gimbal, do you want to do anything else? Um, well, would that be my turn for that round, or would that be just from when it first came out of the woods? Would I actually get a turn this time? This is your turn. turn. This would be my turn. Right, okay. So that went off, now it's your turn. Right. So I'm not actually near the thing. So you're about ten feet away um, where we was, and he's just back to work. He's going to... <laughs> he's going to cast Bane on this thing. Uh, Bane lasts up to a minute, it's within a range of 30 feet. Um, up to three creatures of my choice that I can see within range must make charisma saving throws. Whenever a target that fails this saving throw makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw. Which is an interesting question. Are the sharks and the bear counted as one creature or three creatures? Well, she's using the Mm. the sharks as weapons, so... Well, I don't know. Well, either way, there's three creatures. Yeah, either way, yeah. up to three, so I can bane, bane, bane. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've got bane. Fuss. Okay. Terrified. Fuss is going to fly, keeping well out of range, but he wants to try and fly around behind it and then stealth into hiding. Hide check, make a stealth check. 11, so, well, 15 actually, because we've got a pulse. 4 on it, so 15. 15 versus passive perception of this thing is going to be. Uh, unfortunately, that's a 19. So he actually does fuss. You see his ears twitch as fuss tries to get away from him. He's obviously not full. Fuss is still terrified. Now, Shark and Bear. Um, he's going to. Try and bite once more with advantage. That's going to hit. You're hit and you're going to take six damage. And with the, the free shark, uh, he's going to turn around and he's going to go for the closest target, which is Karahad. Karahad does a nat 20 hit you. Oh! <laughs> Don't just get my special VA now. How many hit points have you got? 26. Not anymore. <laughs> That's 18 damage. Good. <laughs> so it just comes around and you describe how this hits you. <laughs> I'm gonna say the 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 shark nearly eats me alive, <laughs> and all all you can see is shark and my feet. <laughs> and the shark is like. You can't see that on a podcast. <laughs> it's kind of just. For, for the record, uh, Tom was making arm chomping movements. Alligator arms. <laughs> oh god, don't don't give him ideas. <laughs> and that happens. Yeah, so yeah. okay, so you, you, you're gonna take all that. So it's uh, it's it's taking a big chunk out of you. Oh, well, it's not ripped anything out of you, but it has just clamped down hard. Um, and you are grappled, and it's already used its uh, its bite once, so it's actually going to let go of Jace because he gets two shark attacks essentially, uh, and a bite if it gets to grapple. So it's going to let go of Jace, and it's going to try and bite him again with the shark. So it's just going like, to drop, him. just just try to have a go and do that. So does a. 
Despite um, all the bleeding and oozing cuts from all the shark teeth, still keep light on my feet, land nimbly, and dodge out of the way. Okay. And uh, I'm just going to check to see if I can do thing. <laughs> yes, okay. Kara has to. So, am I, am I still getting eaten by this shark? It has, it's chomped on you, but it didn't manage to grapple you. Oh, okay, so. Punch it in the spleen. Sorry, you are grappled, so it's, it's gone. Yeah. Punch it in the spleen. You're inside it, it should be easy. <laughs> so, you can either make a check to try and escape, which you won't be able to attack me unless you want to use your action search and stuff, um, or you can just hit it with advantage. It's dead. It's probably a bit rotten. Just punch out the sides and stop wearing a shark suit. <laughs> Give this man skin. I'm going to go for this. <laughs> so you're going to punch out. Do you know what? Um, let's say that you've got the wherewithal to have your, your longsword in one hand, so it's a quill and punch type thing. Mm. So I'll let you roll um, your normal longsword attack. Okay. With advantage. With advantage, so, no, so I don't have to do it twice this time. If you're inside it, it's going to yeah, be hard not yeah. to hit anything. That's true, yeah. Actually, did you hit it previously? No, you didn't. No, because I'm, I'm still terrified. So you're still terrified, yeah. so uh, with advantage, so it cancels out straight one, one roll. Okay. Six plus seven. Yeah, 13. 13. You punch out the sides, and your arms do come free, <laughs> but it's it was really rotten bits of this thing and it just sort of passes through like there was nothing really there anyway you are you are now crucifix position <laughs> inside a shark and it doesn't seem to care I just have visions of your legs filling around outside of this mouth your arms stuck out and one arm just going bad bear bad bear hitting it with your sword from inside this thing make oh. a constitution check please 23 Oh, yeah. Excellent. Okay, so you've come out, and, and, and for some reason, you're now no longer terrified. So, um, why are you no longer terrified? Got my confidence back. I was going to say the adrenaline kicked in. The adrenal damage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how easily you punch through the shark has made him go. Actually, maybe I'm not going to die. So you've, done, you've actually done it instead of doing a punch. You've actually just got your confidence back into Michael Jackson scream coming. Kind of like, <laughs> oh, well, the shark just exploded. <laughs> That's it. Parrot, next, next move, just flex and just watch this shark just go. <laughs> just peel like a ripe banana. <laughs> um, and start seeing like Michael Jackson, and the bear runs away as well. Or do you want to use your action surge? Um, you're inside a shark. There was a time. Yeah. I was, I was thinking about one of these, but yeah, yeah. You can use your action surge and use one of those. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, they just happen. I'm not going to make it. A disarming strike would be probably out for pun, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to make him drop a shot? It's good. Dis. Arm him. It's going to say when you say when you say, when you say drop a shark. It's not, it's not like using shark chucks or something. Oh my god! I'm going to buy that shark. <laughs> Just the tails tied together. I'm already wondering what you're sure smoking. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. I'm pretty sure i that in a cartoon. Yeah. I think it was a Johnny Bravo. Yeah. There's, there's, there has been gopher chucks. Yeah. Um, which mm. is awesome. Are you going to do something with this shark? Yeah, I want to do the disarming attack on it. Okay. I want to, want to lose it. Do it. So roll 1d20. It's based on a successful hit. Okay. So if you don't hit, you know. So, so um, do you know what? You're no longer terrified, so roll with advantage of it. 10. Well, plus 7 is 17. Yep. I rolled another one to see if you've got advantage. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 15 plus 7. <laughs> Best thing ever. Searching for shark nunchucks. Brings up Batman using shark nunchucks. 
<laughs> this is Tom right now. Okay. 22. So 22 is going to hit, do your damage. So you get and to add a d8 to it as well, yeah. I believe. Yeah. That's one of those moments where it's just. Why? Seven. Seven damage. Seven Don't want to fight that. Oh, shit. That's, what, that's the same one. A d8. <laughs> <laughs> one. And one, so yeah, it's how yeah. much damage? Eight. Eight damage. Um, and it disarms it. That's actually enough to kill this thing. Describe how your disarming of this shark and bear, this undead shark and bear, goes off. Well, I'm in crucifix pose, <laughs> uh, screaming, and flailing with my sword, and I somehow chop off this arm of this bear. The shark. Yeah. <laughs> and then blindly just... Whoosh, just like rip down the side of the shark and I'm like <laughs> and jump out of a shark covered in fish remains and the cuts in the shark and bear that were inflicted upon it by a gimbal spell seem to just they extend and extend and when it reaches the wound where the shark was it just that seems to be the point where it just propagates and it just falls apart the, the viscera inside this thing just seems to be like like paste and it just mm. collapses there there's a pelt on the ground there are some bones and uh, a rancid rotten paste where viscera and guts and muscle tissue should be the gimbal is going to say oh my god Jace almost smells as bad as you <laughs> um, this is worse than some of the stuff I saw drinking <laughs> 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 I'll never not drink again. <laughs> and I sort of, you know, obviously very torn up by this, but I just sort of walk over and pull out the little black dagger that we all have gotten and just sort of nudge it around in, in the stuff just in case. In, yeah. the, in the guts. And <laughs> yeah, I, would have, I was about to do the exact same thing. Come over and start po- poking at me. While they're doing this, Gimbal is going to walk over to Karahad and do cure wounds on him. I've got to touch Karahad. 14. So you get a 1d8 plus spellcasting ability modifier, so you get 5 hit points back. Sorry, it's not better. That's right. um, If you want, you can take a rest and stuff like that. But you do have a second wound, which you could just heal up without having to take an hour's rest. Or you can say, do you know what, I need to stop for a while and and, uh, start spending your hit dice. So with a 14. 14, yep. JC sort of like to prod this thing, and its smell is just overwhelming. Um, you start to feel a little bit sick about you know this this thing had a hold of you, and you know, is it catching? Oh, yeah. so you're a little bit worried about that. And Rue, as you start poking around in there, Actually, can I can I use my learning in materials, alchemy, and substances to like, do roll with advantage? Which is ooh, seventeen. Yeah. So that would be twenty-one. Yeah. You um, remember to kind of reach out with your magical feelings and stuff, mm-hmm. and this has. The whiff of magic about it, but it's gone. So, you know, you're checking beforehand and, and doing the dagger thing, and there didn't seem to be any sort of real latent magic there. Uh, it certainly didn't diminish with, with the, the dagger. So, something else is going on here. Um, so, this isn't the raw magic of the chosen being let out, but you do detect the whiff of magic about it. And thinking about how the components you use seem to just disintegrate when you use them, but they don't just like fall apart into the components, right? they just seem to just go mm. and, and leave you. This seems very much like that, except it couldn't evaporate into, into air, it all just sort of fell apart. That very basic, that is. 
I'll go pick up my shield <laughs> from my failed shield attack. I, I, I... Roll, roll me a percentage, please, <laughs> high or low, for a good result. Hi. Roll it. Oh dear. Uh, 10, yeah. And um, 60 and... Yeah, well, 60, yeah, so it's a good result. It is only half covered in shark and bear remains. The re- the other half is, like, down the back of my... <laughs> 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 yeah. The pelts and uh, the shark skins um, remain basically intact, if a little bit rotten. So, what do you want to do? I, 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 I sort of live over to everyone else and just say... I... I think I might need to clean some of this out of my open wounds and sort of slump <laughs> down and start. Would you like a health pack? No such fucking thing. He you bandages. He has, that. You know what this I is, mean. This isn't like Doom where you walk over a fair white box with a red <laughs> marker and like, oh, dear <laughs> God. I have I, I, health I, pack <laughs> written down on my sheet, therefore it exists. You are tending to this man's wounds. Okay, okay. Alright, I'm going to use one of my um, healer's kit things to try and administer a bit for state to you. So that's um, flat D20. 16. Do I add a medicine onto that? So 17. Check. Yeah. So 17. 17 is you get 1D8. 1D8. So take 7 points. Oh, which takes you back up to 4. No, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. Nice down oh. to 10. Oh, you weren't actually healed from the previous encounter, were you? No, I started on 24. Oh, dear. I just lost 14. Yeah. Oh, shit. Do you want to spend hit dice to heal up? Yes. So spend an hour resting? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gimbal is going to pay some attention to what Jace said about getting the bicor out of his wounds. I don't know if you'll let me do this. Can Gimbal basically dip his arrows in the rotten bearmits? So before you do that, um, I call Fuss down because during that battle I, I remembered something and I take a small glass vial out I milk a bit of his poison from his stinger into this little vial and I ask the group would anybody like to coat their weapons with poison? Fair enough. That's basically what I was thinking. Um, definitely. Biological warfare. <laughs> yeah. And this well, poison... thinking of this it's now. Not, it's, well, it's not just that. It's, thinking, it's, it's like we had that... Poison dagger of yeah. uh, bleaks. I don't think this is we don't know if it actually works on one of the shadows, but yeah. any advantage we can get. Maybe. I don't yeah. think it's going to be as strong as that, but this will certainly enable us to poison someone for an hour or potentially knock them unconscious, depending on how nature, or if you can justify another check for bastardry. Bastardry, just general bastardry. Like this is something an assassin would know. So if oh, you okay. enough of a bastard to know it, we hung out with bleak for months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> One, you know that this is poison, but you have no idea about the process of transferring that to a weapon, so it would be however you would, you would describe it yourself. Probably getting like um, a bit of moss or something from the undergrowth and uh, just dabbing it, you know, getting it on the poison onto the moss and then just essentially wiping it onto the blade along the edge. Mm. How are you doing that now? Um, it might evaporate. It might do, it might lose its potency, but I don't think. Might as well do it now and then redo it later because I mean, Fuss is going to be around. We're going to have an endless supply of this stuff. Mm. So, okay. you've done that. Uh, whoever wants their weapon poisoned may have it. I'm going to dip one of my corals in the poison, but I'm going to see what it does to the arrowhead. You, you only I... have enough poison because it's a tiny little thing. Okay. You only have enough poison right now 
to unless you want to make several checks and milk fuss forever. <laughs> <laughs> Get me still. Um, he he can only do enough to treat one weapon a little bit, or one uh, one weapon, or uh, let's say three arrows. Who 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 wants the poison? So who? essentially, on your poison, you're just all, you're applying it to the tip of the weapon on the center of percussion, or with the arrows you just grab it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys can have it. I, I don't point, know what it's going to be below the range. So, which of you guys want it first? I mean, like we say, we'll, we'll, we'll try again yeah. in an hour or so. Cool. Yeah. Um, Gimbal's going to poison a day. Three hours. <laughs> you know it's been I mean. built as a day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Gimbal. It'd work from your, your influence from from Bleak, really, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So Gimbal's going to poison three arrows. Okay. Cool. Um, um, I'm I'm not going to think about eventually mobile passing into the AP world because that's it. Well, character wants to do. Maybe. I mean, I, I, what I was going with was from Bleak's influence, yeah. he's basically over time going to become more and more cynical and a bit of a bastard. Um, Bleak. Bleak um, was the rogue. The rogue who, um, yeah, was what was a part of our party for a while and was killed in the village where we rescued you from the thingy next door. So. You got Kaswati. Very good. Yeah. I almost uh, got Kamunched. <laughs> <laughs> okay, travel montage. Jittery as fuck after that. No alcohol <laughs> for many days. Then being half eaten by a shark. Watching two of my companions completely chicken out and lose their shit. I think he. I think the dwarf peed himself a little bit. <laughs> Collect that. This we might be able to. We might need to drink it later on. The smell of the shark insides. Yeah, yeah. I just keep saying that. I just keep navigating everyone and you know, check, checking the sky and everything I know. But the path seems to wander away. I am highly on alert now, almost hyper vigilant. Yeah. After that, and I keep casting dirty looks over at uh, Gimbal for letting that thing sneak up on us. Yeah, because I was scouting you from not behind. Did anybody want to make a nice shark's tooth necklace or anything? No? Okay. Doesn't get anybody bothered. I don't want to remember the shark. (laughs) Definitely don't want to remember the shark. I've seen sharks before. I've eaten sharks before. I've never been eaten by a shark. (laughs) (laughs) Did anyone just cast a spell to heal something? Yeah, I cast Cure Wounds on... um, What's the maximum you could possibly heal something about? 1d8. 10. 10. And how many could you do anything? 5. 5, Sweet. Someone else has to speak as well um, for it to be a montage. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think actually us not speaking is probably about right because <laughs> montage would just be lots of shots of us looking quietly and warily around us in all directions permanently. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a quiet party that the, continues on after the encounter with the Sharknado. Everyone's like, I don't want to be on my own. Like I don't want to be the guy at the back. I don't want to be the guy at the front either. It's always the guy at the front or the back that gets picked over. So we're all like sort of scrambling, like trying to get behind each other. But everyone's struggling to stay in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Just constantly walking around in circles around one another. Yeah, so making general headway, but like sort of like in a scrum. It's 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 a continuous moment of you know that that particular moment where you enter a pub with some friends and you you've spotted CB one. Or you're walking back to the car, and you don't want to be that idiot to call shotgun, but you kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing the sh- my shield as a hat. I'm just scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is going to take you through to the late evening. So. 
Frost is supposed to be helping with the, uh, the the scouting and everything, but he's just so unnerved by what happened that he's just kind of like sat on my arm and I'm just kind of like stroking gently, trying to make him feel better. He's feeling a bit used because, you know, I milked him early on as well, so I'm, I'm kind of just trying to comfort him a little bit and saying, oh, you're my special little guy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, don't worry. We'll give you another day yet. That was more disturbing than I intended. Rue is also keeping hold of this faggots that he's been carrying, despite there being tons and tons of wood everywhere in his But it's not driftwood, and everyone likes driftwood. Mm. So you're keeping hold of the craft purposes. Yes! <laughs> All you need is some tea lights now. And, and, and some wool, and I'll make owls and, and badges and the things that you plat off them. Yeah. So, uh, since since we were the ones that uh, were the brunt of that particular engagement, I suggest when we find a place to camp, we nominate these two to what to be the uh, lookouts. What do you say? I agree. Indeed. I agree. After nearly being eaten by a shark, I need to sit down. Yeah, sounds and good I'd like to me to, too. I'd like to burn that fucking. <laughs> 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 and likewise, I'm leaning into Gimbal and going. I think because these two were stupid enough to get eaten before, we should punish them by making them do all the chores when we get there to make them realise that they need to try harder next time. So what's for hungry? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything but fish. <laughs> <laughs> what's that you say? All we have is salt fish? <laughs> okay, uh, you are well, it was sailors who gave us... Uh, Rations. So. Yeah, we don't like salted cuttlefish and stuff like that, which is actually delicious. Yeah, yeah right. Primary concern for both of us, since we'd be feeling paranoid, is defensibility. Yeah. 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 Since we still don't know what attacked us, we find a little uh, little culvert, which is just which is almost just a cleft in the rocks, which, which should shield us from view, but also prevent anything from coming at us uh, in overwhelming numbers. It's also quite narrow to get in. There's just this tiny little thing. And if we really have to, the back is also scalable. So, feeling quite comfortable there. Also, mm-hmm. it's quite a low outcropping, but it's, it's a good bit of, of cover and shelter. It's exactly what you're saying. So, you know, a cleft in the rocks, like maybe about 10 feet wide, um, that you could all just like sell down. But you know, there's, it's comfortable. There's moss and there's yeah. grass around it. And, um, it's a little clearing, so there's space in the uh, You all get around the campfire, what's happening? Uh, I'm occasionally throwing on a bit of driftwood and because it's like salty water um, infused it's giving off a really nice green flame which is somehow quite relaxing do you know any good songs no sea Gimbal's not, Gimbal's not singing at the moment Gimbal has got a little pouch out of his out of his pack that tends to jingle a little bit and he's sat off to sat off to one side from the group um, and he's just fiddling with uh, little bits of metal you can sort of hear, hear like little clicks and Tinkerings and things. Sorry, Jace. What? Sorry, what were you asking there? Because I well, I'm a simple man. I may have some spiritual balance about me, but that thing was magic, wasn't it? What the bear, the shark bear, whatever it was. Who would who would create such a thing? Who would send it after us? I mean, we haven't seen anything like this from the family before. Well, we did hear rumours that the uh, shadow of the green was tinkering with things. Having this conversation as I'm snuggling down into the moss of this cavern and just generally feeling quite relaxed. And yeah, this thing is definitely going to have been magic because there's absolutely no way. Like, was it just set to, do you think it was just wandering the woods randomly or has it? was it sent to find us specifically? Because 
If whatever made that is expecting us, I'm not looking forward to the rest of this trip. Hmm. What do you guys think? It's unlikely to have been natural. No shit. See no reason. I see no reason why you would get a land mammal with fishy arms. We've not seen it anywhere else. Never heard of such a thing. So it's quite possible that it, it could be uh, put together by this woman. We don't know what else she might have. It can only get worse. Mm-hmm. It seemed hurt before we engaged it, though. Hmm. Just have to hope it escaped. Though, we need to run rabbit dog in the woods. That's unlucky. What? It's ever since I joined you guys, unlucky seems to be <laughs> the yeah. norm. Hmm. Anyway, I'm off to fucking bed. No way. As you start bedding down, just drifting in. <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, guys, what's up? Creepy ass shit. Where's the sound coming from? It's coming from deeper into the forest. Goblin babies. Oh. <laughs> Wait, how dark is it? Um, it's uh, the sun has set, but it's not terribly dark. Okay. You can start. You started to see the stars. You know, the, the, the evening started out. Can I, 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 I'm, I'm listening to this. This what seems like a baby crying. I'm very suspicious, and listen very carefully. I've heard there are always tales of, of, of women singing to you, and the sounds trying to draw you out of the boat and the sea. So I presume it'd be a perception check to see if it's. History, I think. More like, oh, folk or whatever it is. Could be a baby. Yeah, but baby I'm, I'm just listening to see if it sounds like a okay, real baby. Guys, I'm getting a really bad vibe about it. Something like a real. Oh, oh. Yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. Some. No, this this isn't this ain't good. Whatever this is, this is this is a bad thing. And I don't know why. Well, perception. Everyone. Nineteen for Rue and um, eighteen for Fuss. Four. Eighteen. Seventeen. Okay. Um, Gimbal's absorbed in whatever he's fiddling with. Edward, apart from Gimbal, you start hearing hoofbeats. Just a horse walking, and the crying is getting louder as the hoofbeats get louder. But baby's riding a fucking horse. <laughs> Fuss. Baby horse. I, I I tell Fuss to shrink down to his mouse form. Uh, mouse size, and I send him out in the direction, telling him to keep to the tree lines and out of sight. So I get the signal from Fuss that he's spotted something, so I go, okay, give me a sec, guys. I close my eyes to see through his. Oh! Oh! Wow! Oh my god, that's... That's beautiful! Whoa! Fucking hell! Oh! Oh, no! Why? Why would they do... Oh! <laughs> and the sound of crying gets quieter and you hear his beats getting quieter. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was, that was very well done. <laughs> also, it's just the only thing was what kind of porn is he watching? Two <laughs> <laughs> so like, Oh, wow. Uh, ah! <laughs> 
two fey one drop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, so I. Oh, give give me a minute. Give me a minute. Oh, uh, Fuss Fuss comes back and he kind of like wraps himself around my neck and starts trying to accompany. It's not enough. Right. I, I. I. Right. Okay. This this creature. I, I saw a creature, and it's. I don't know why, but I just know that it's it's a it's a creature of great power, and it's essentially it's, it's a beautiful white horse with a horn coming out of its out of its head, and it's it's a magical creature with great power. And under any normal circumstances, I'd be running out there to go find this thing, but this thing had like some grotesque, horrible like baby coming out of its like neck like it was like bonded with it grafted to it and it was this horrible red blotchy misformed thing and this I this creature these creatures are supposed to be beautiful the, I mean they they shit fucking rainbows they shit fucking rainbows yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are this the hyphen is important <laughs> to 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 absolutely just absolutely do this to a creature of such beauty and magnificence is beyond repugnant. Okay. It's a good thing we're here to kill it then. I can't decide whether going killing this thing would be a mercy or not. No. I'm not going out and finding any more of these misshapen beasts than I have to. Killing but. Since there's no other bases around here, we can assume they're coming from the green, and we're here, here to kill her. Yeah, I was unsure uh, about how to deal with this. I, I want this Shadow of the Green dead. No fucking about, no sneaking, no nothing. I want her fucking dead. Sneaking still might be a good idea. I know you're bad at it, but it still might be. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a necromancer as well, then? I don't know what the fuck she is, but she needs to be gone. And 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 if we can destroy her green pebble, I think she or anyone else who may follow her never needs to exist ever again. If this is what she's doing. So as you shake off the, the, these feelings of, uh, of dread and all sorts and try and bed down for a night, um, setting whatever watches you like. Um, if I, who's going to take the middle watch? I know I'm taking the first watch because I I am so disturbed by this that I can't sleep even if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, Gimbal feels he's got something to prove, so he's going to take middle watch. Okay, I want you to roll me a um, roll me a Constitution saving throw, please. If you're looking for a fifteen or higher. Well, then that's just going to be a fail. Okay, you all wake up. Change character sheets, please. <laughs> you awake in a sheltered cleft between two rocks. It's been an arduous journey, but one that you have assaulted and tamed. This was a waypoint given to you by a strange, gnarled little old man who lived hundred leagues away. And you have come here not because a right needs, you know, wrong needs to be righted, not because a quest needs to be lost, but because it is simply the next thing over the horizon. You wake up 
feeling slightly bloody, and with a sense that something may have assailed you tonight. Maybe some fake presence is, is dulled your sense of emergency. Wouldn't be the first time. Being the first one to wake up, I, I rise to my feet and think another fucking day with these assholes. Don't talk like that. But I always talk like that. <sighs> How have I survived all of these millennia with you? And if you just fucking leave me in one place, we wouldn't have to deal with this. Every, to everyone else, you just saw me sort of sit up and just, just sort of look over to my weapon and just stay there with my eyes fixed at my weapon. <laughs> I'm going to say you have no inner monologue with this weapon. They hear you talking to this damn thing. They hear me? Okay. <clears throat> they hear, we hear you talking, we don't hear its replies. Yeah. <laughs> Bertram's just going to sit up. Big stretch. <sighs> I need a piss. He's going to walk out the cabin. Interesting thing about piss. Not very many people realise this. Not but it's sterile. <laughs> and it has a very pleasant taste. <laughs> As Malroth sits up and stretches, he flicks his long tongue around in his teeth and picks a, uh, a bit of bit of a morsel out of these fangs from the night before. I, I wake up to the sound of you <laughs> talking and then start to ignore it <laughs> almost instinctively. Uh, I wake up a bit grumpy and I don't really... I just mumble a uh, morning. I just pick up a cloak that I left on the floor and it's, it's a bit ragged and it's a bit ripped and wrap that around myself as I'm a bit cold in the morning. He's just going to walk back and he's just going to slump down and be like... <clears throat> <laughs> Half hammer is the portent upon us. Shit's going down. I uh, best get dressed then. Stand up and start donning my leather armor, and you realize at this point I've been sleeping in the mood. <laughs> Look over at my glaive. Yes, it is beginning again. And then I pull my. I take the glaive, shove it in the dirt at my feet, and just withdraw this. Sort of almost like a stylized claw out of the base, and even though that there's not an inch of my skin that doesn't look like it's already decorated, I begin pricking my skin and daubing ink on it, as if beginning to tell a new story. I look over at Malroth and I, I kind of look and go, "I've gotten you here," <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, just like shake my head and just look at the floor. <laughs> Another, another morning in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> At that moment, you all quiet, all jerky aside, and you realise the battle is upon you. Even uh, Bertram sat. It's not his usual slump waiting for someone else to make breakfast. It's a crouch. He's ready, weapon in hand, looking at a point in the distance, and you follow his gaze. And there, just edging into sight above the short grass, as though the fall of the hill masks his feature, is a point of brilliant white as the sun hits it. Slowly, and in fits and starts, comes what may be the greatest enemy you've ever faced. Describe your foe. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's a magically imbued mostly ass fucking rabbit. Pors- a, a, pors- a porcelain <laughs> rabbit of doom that has been imbued with magic to make it animate extra, extra and come alive. Tough. Yeah, um, and he's got big, <laughs> big fucking dirty. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time in my life, the fucking blade is silent. <laughs> Your foe approaches. Hop. By vicious hop. <laughs> it stares at you. You stare at it. And you see your glory or death in its eyes. Everyone make me a constitution saving throw with a DC of 16. Pass. And a half. 21. 21. 20. It stares at you, and you feel an assault upon your senses that any lesser mortal <laughs> would simply be melted to insensibility by. But you weather it. And attack! As, as the fool stares at me with its eyes oozing pure malice and death and desire for blood. You just see me almost want to begin to hyperventilate with with rage and anger. The, the calm, sarcastic demeanor drops off. My eyes bulge, the veins in my neck and forehead begin pulsing, and I leap forward, disdaining all need for defense, and swing my huge glaive round at it, as my blade almost quivering in my hands with its own seeming lust for battle bites into the bunny. White pearlescent porcelain flesh parts and not quite blood because it's blue and and white this viscous liquid is is absorbed into the blade as it cuts in and it almost seems to quiver even more frantically in my hands as I bring it around for another blow you see porcelain side of the body close up as soon as your axe is removed from it <laughs> the bunny, having tasted the blade, instantly leaps up into the air. It leaps up and it intersects with your blade, but at the last moment twists and beats his feet against it and launches straight for your throat with a natural 20. <laughs> it bites into your carotid artery and it's hanging off your neck. As this happens, I just just look at all this happening and just write to myself. Oh, I'm just sick of this. <laughs> I don't get too old for this shit. Yeah, it's just another porcelain bunny. I want to get my mace and I'm just like shove it. I just want to hit it right between the eyes with my mace. Go for it. It's now hanging off your friend's neck. So taking a shot does not hit. You instead hit your friend square in the face. Fuck's sake, I'm just like swearing at myself and <laughs> there's somebody else on the door. In reaction, the bunny dodges your blow, kicks yeah. off your friend's chest um, and heads to you as it rips into your shoulder. Malroth, seeing this happen, thinks to himself, Oh, I have an interesting anecdote about porcelain I must share with these guys but he puts that to one side in his mind <laughs> as he knows this is a serious matter and he must concentrate he stands tall and he raises his shoulders up and as he does this the horns on his head grow out and spikier and his fangs 
come down into his mouth and the, the spikes on the back of his knuckles increase in size and he, his bronze scales ripple in, in the sunlight. He only has one fang <laughs> because I punched the other one out when he wouldn't stop talking and I was drunk. 122 years ago. His one fang <laughs> grows large in his mouth. <laughs> And he opens his white, uh, mouth wide. <laughs> and this bright electric blue bolt streams out from his jaws straight at the, uh, the vocal bunny. This arc of electricity hits everything in that area. So it hits Marin. It, it, it does get the bunny, but arcs straight to him. Good. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's, that's revenge for hitting you with the shield the other week when the spider. <laughs> And as its reaction, it leaps at you, and <laughs> I, I, I drop to my, I drop to my knee, thrust my hands into the ground. As I do so, the the earth around me comes up, forms around me, and completely surrounds me in like a ginormous new body. So the bunny comes flying in, and it was expecting this relatively soft and squidgy dragonborn in, in comparison. But what he's now confronted with is a um, 15 foot tall rock monster with glowing energy holding holding all this rock and dirt together on the body and as it swipes a, a, a across me its claws just rake across the stone and have no impact its paw gets lodged in a crack in uh, <laughs> so I'm going to take my mace and I'm going to bash it against the rock behind me and it just starts to effectively vibrate and make this really high-pitched sound and then I'm just going to point it at the rabbit and this pulse of, you know, you don't see anything, you just sort of feel in the air and it's just going to shoot towards this rabbit and hit it. The shockwave goes into the rabbit and the rabbit just starts to vibrate faster and faster, high-pitched whine gets louder and louder and then little cracks just appear on the bunny rabbit, white light shining out and <laughs> just just before the white light started shining and it exploded, the, the, the porcelain just sort of cracked off, piece by piece, falling out. And underneath you just saw this pulsing, vibrating, almost, again, almost bluish flesh as you almost just saw it. What the bunny had once been before whatever magics had warped it into the this creature of death. <laughs> As the porcelain explodes from the bunny, it shoots out in all directions, but it shoots off with so much force that it just atomizes and a, a shockwave... expanding cloud of rabbit. Yeah, an expan- ex- expanding uh, shockwave of porcelain dust just spreads out from the epicenter of this. Episode title like that, expanding cloud of rabbit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, close it off. Uh, just sarcastically say rabbits do anybody for breakfast. <laughs> you pick yourselves up off the ground. It's light. You were all exactly where you were last. You last remember yourselves being positioned in the camp on your way to the green. Apart from Rue, everyone and Fuss, roll me a wisdom saving throw looking to be a 10. 19. 10. 19. As you wake up and look around, the memory starts to fade almost instantly, like the same way a dream would. But at the moment, you see each other almost superimposed with this other person. You understand these other people 
are part of your dream, maybe? Carahad, as you shake off the feeling and decide to just go and, and do the morning, uh, the morning piss, <laughs> you wander off and your foot catches something as you move past the fire into the clearing. And you look down and there is a little white rabbit stick. And we'll end there. Dungeons and Dragons are owned by Wizards of the Coast. The song was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. The song Over the Bloopers is Grind by John Paul Jones. If you want to get in touch with us, our email is swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com. On Twitter, at swordnutradio. And you can find us on Facebook, because why the hell not? We are all happy to respond to anything that you want to talk to us about. So if you just want to drop us a line and say, hey, I think it's great, then that would be amazing for our egos. If you want some advice on GMing or podcasting or sword fighting or cooking or knitting or something, I'm sure we can make something up. So... We love to hear from you, and we love your random facts. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you're probably not going to tell me, but why didn't Ruin Fuss roll at the end there? Okay, so that's plenty of synchronisation. No processing power. There's no way to talk about Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no. With no rum. I've, jinx, I've jinxed it really, haven't I? There's a pirate on I, I think it might spot. be mine, you die actually. Seriously, last week in a ditch, yeah. this week, Nat won the first roll of the That's evening. True. I'm no longer contributing. <laughs> <laughs> that was very short lived. Um, <laughs> <all right. laughs> I was going to say, we'll see how it plays as well as we did. The other week when we just... He is stolen. <laughs> You're getting a new patio. That's what. That's what. You know he's going to happen now, isn't it? So. Yeah. Watch it be a fucking bunny rabbit or something. Watch it be a fucking bunny rabbit. Bunny rabbit. Bunny rabbit. Bunny rabbit. Bunny rabbit. I want to say that when we meet the shadow of... Is it Green? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's someone who looks eerily familiar, though we can't realise why, and he's having owl bear claws stitched onto his hand while he's there. I was just about to say they're really nice dice, but they're my dice, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were the I dice he handed. I, I gave you a packet of little metal dice. Ah, that's why you gave me They're very cool. God, you look so off under there. Like, oh, okay. Look at your eyes. Who the fuck do you think you are? That's right. So the cuts on his stomach. Ah, alright. So roll, roll it. Uh, if, if you want That's to spend called your montage. Montage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spend your uh, your hit. Correct. No, right. I didn't because I, I assumed I would fail uh, with rolling at disadvantage. I was waiting so I could get rid of that. I'm gonna give you one great big. Great big meta hits yeah. in this section of the campaign. Spend them while you've got them. Ooh, ah. <laughs> there is no point keeping hold of it because I am going to flat out kill you. Alright? I'm, I'm not joking. There is a very real possibility of a team control. Smoke him if you got him! Yep. Green flame! <laughs> <laughs> Ever anything good from that? Nope. Games Master's Book of Death. <laughs> Would be quite a boring game without the monster manual, though. Yeah. Yeah. Also, baby France. 
is that you are going to get like a sixth sense uh, when you're up there. There's the four temperatures about the four temperatures. Okay? Okay. <laughs> so, go for it. How uh, does this fox the bunny? This, this foxes the bunny by... Uh, That's got to be a new phrase he's now. <laughs> uh, it foxes the bunny because... Fox the bunny. Uh, one second. What's with yeah. the weird monsters yeah. today? The sort of tongue-in-cheek monsters. Well, I, I wanted... To, I, I was thinking about all the different uh, sort of creatures I could do um, that were weird, and I wanted to do... If, if you, if you I couldn't get to, the bunny out of... Monty Python and the Holy Grail out of my head. No, no, no. it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Vorpal the the Bunny was started up in Advanced Dungeons and Dragons First Edition as the Monty Python Bunny. Um, so I was kind of just taking it from that and changing it a little bit for five uh, The upshot being it got several legendary actions. So I, I forsook all of the weird things that Bunny could do and just gave it actions. 